What if your friend asked you out for coffee and you were wondering where you're going to go? And they said a store on Broadway that sells bird food. They wouldn't be wrong. That's cool. Did you hear that? Who comes up with that? What a great idea. Welcome to Wavemakers, a curated podcast that takes you behind the brands, businesses, and products that are making people take notice. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Shop at 1302 West Broadway is an absolute gem of a store if you're looking for bird seeds, specialty bird food, bird feeders, everything you can imagine, and so much more, including coffee. Yes, I said tasty coffee, and I went to go see them at Wild Birds Unlimited to taste their coffee. Uh, it is bird-friendly. It is shade-grown, organic. Did you say it's bird-friendly? It is bird What's that mean? Friendly. It means that they do everything with an environmentally conscious um, effort. So they make sure that it is, um, they use, they don't use pesticides. It's shade-grown. Oh, I see. Okay. Animals-friendly. Yeah. I thought you meant the birds can drink it. Like it's friendly for them. Does yeah. that make sense? Okay. Yeah. It okay. It's friendly for them. Yeah, but. Okay, yeah. <laughs> coffee and it comes in four different varieties here from uh, bold to uh, uh, what do we call this dream which is okay. our decaffeinated oh okay and, and where is it from again to say uh, well actually it is actually the beans themselves from Costa Rica yep. but we get it from Toronto so it is a um, Canadian product oh cool okay how is the coffee going are people starting to get onto the bird coffee very much so very much so. Yeah, it's uh, been very, very popular. Is it very tasty? It is very tasty. Do you I have any right now I can have? The bold. I don't have any brewing, but would you like a cup? I'd love to try a cup, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think we even have some in the back. If you're wondering how the coffee was, it was excellent. So after my drink, I went over to the section where they have a little fridge, and inside it, they have frozen bees. That's right. I talked to the owner, Mark, about how this works. We're here at the bee section right now, and I'm looking at a little fridge. Are there bees in there? There are be there are cocoons in there that okay. will eventually be bees. Can I see this? Because I'm I'm perplexed by this. It's like a fridge. It is at just above freezing. Okay. And these. You know, you're pulling out a, a tiny little box, paper box, kind of. For the mason bees. Okay. Oh, I see. So these are the cocoons. Once wow. they warm up they will chew out of their cocoons and the males come out first yep. then they wait for the ladies the ladies come out they do their thing the uh, males die off and the ladies go to work laying eggs in all sorts of different crevices and um, uh, use pollination and that and that's the benefit to us is that okay. they're they're one of the best pollinators that we have. Now, in those little cocoons, are now they are they technically alive in there now? Yep, yeah, they were they these were the females laid these last spring, okay. and so they've sat all summer, all winter, and we've harvested them, and now we're ready to release them again. So Jeez. it's a it's an annual, it's a yearly yeah. uh, process. Now, how long can those those you know bees stay in that state that cocoon kind of chilled state yeah they won't they won't stay in there even if it gets really cold eventually mother nature will say it's time to go yeah and like a year six months yeah they're they're they'll be out of here by by may if we okay. just left them may this year so a, a good year is is how long they'll they'll oh, wow. stay in there i wish as humans we could do <laughs> jump into a fridge and just there's a movie called the cocoon or something about yeah, that. yes yes there was a famous movie okay and then over here we kind of have these like they look like tiny little 
yeah. birdhouses, and they're little too. So this is where the, the, the females will lay their eggs? That's exactly it. So the male, like I said, the males do their thing. They die off, and then the ladies go to work. And she will put a dab of pollen in there. Yep. She will lay an egg on a stem hanging, and she'll encase it in mud. And on this size of tube, she'll do four female eggs and four male eggs. Wow. And then cover the end in mud so that the birds can't peck away at it. So the females do a lot more work than the males. Hey, I'm not commenting on that. <laughs> so far, there is so much more than I expected at Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Shop. They do actually have bird feeders too, you know. That's what they specialize in. So Mark showed us around their huge selection of bird seeds, specialty food, and bird feeders. Is this the kind of general feed area? So our, the basis of our business is to uh, put feed out for the birds or get customers to feed the birds. Okay. Um, it's the second largest hobby in North America, bird feeding, bird watching. Gardening is the first one. So being able to have birds come to you at your feeder so you can enjoy them is the whole point of this. We're not, we're not trying to save species or anything like that. It's just a matter of making it better for them, mm -hmm. uh, creating an environment where they can thrive in, and not only with food, but with all sorts of environmental things that we can do. But the feed is our, the base of our story. We're very good at it. The food is selected for this area and there's several different types of foods and there's several different types of feeders and we walk you through the best combination to mm -hmm. feed birds um, that is health, healthy, safe uh, for the birds and for you. Yes, because not probably some people putting some things out to feed the birds that just aren't good for them, right? Well, yeah, I mean, you go down to the, the beach and you see people feeding, you know... Human bread, food, yeah. Human bread and, and fries and all that. I mean, it, it, it's just not good for them. Yeah. But, uh, we're not, not good for us. <laughs> it's not good for us. Either, you know. The raisin bread's not bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. One of my favorite birds has to be the little hummingbird. And Mark told me how they have heaters. I thought it was actually to keep them warm, but it's a little different. The heaters are sold, obviously, in the wintertime. Okay. We have two species of hummingbirds here. One is the Annas. One is the Rufus. The Rufus migrate through to Mexico. And... Um, the Annas stay here okay. all winter in the Vancouver area. And so when we put our nectar out for them to come and feed, if it's freezing out, we put a heater underneath that to keep the honey, the nectar from freezing. Oh, I That's see. Okay. So the, I'm thinking the heaters for them, like they're no. coming in. It's like a sauna. No, they're pretty, pretty adaptable to freezing temperatures. They actually go into, when it gets really cold, they can actually go into what they call a torpor state, which drops their their functions down to about 25%. And a lot of people will see a hummingbird that's not moving, think it's dead, and it's actually just sitting in that torpor state. So it conserves their energy. And then as soon as it warms up or the sun comes out, they're out there uh, finding nectar and insects. And I'm already learning that a lot of uh, species animals and stuff can, one of the ways to, to live is to really lower your, your your body and your heart rate and your temperature. Yeah, absolutely. It's just conserving of energy. Yeah. It was so fun to go to Wild Birds Unlimited on West Broadway. They also have a great location in North Van. So I went to Mark's store. I think it was only natural that he come to the Wave Studios for the final chat. Is there anything that, you know, you want to sort of tell people that, you know, they wish they knew or 
Um, is it just, you know, I, I, I've, we were talking about maybe getting something outside the radio station window here. Um, you know, if, if you need to know anything about birds, this is the place to go. Is there something you want people to know in general or, you know, well, just come down and because you're so easy to talk to. If they, even if they're not sure they want to do this, they can come talk to you and sort of decide if they want to, right? Absolutely. We're there for, and, and not just myself, but yeah. then all of the staff are, are very well educated in, in what's going on. They've all been there. They've, they've had the experience. So if you have questions or ideas or concerns, you can definitely come in and talk to us or social media. There's lots of, lots of avenues to get information on. One of, <coughs> excuse me. One of the big things, of course, is, is doing it correctly mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and safely for not only for you, but for the birds as well. I mean, there are risks. There are things that you have to be aware of. Um, you know, quality of food, um, the the whole uh, disease state. There's a couple of things that are going on, but managed correctly, and and not managed correctly, but um, done correctly. It's a very safe and sure. for everybody and and beneficial to the birds, pro- providing habitat. Um, not only just for feeding, but for protection, for nesting, for there's lots of different things that you can do as in our store sure. and, and takeaways. Let's talk about cats. <laughs> um, are they really that much of an enemy? I mean, I know you know you see the movies. It's the cats love the birds, yeah, they love the mice, but are they that much of an enemy of the birds? They can be, yeah. and and this is one of the arguments about feeding birds is that you're setting them up to fail because cats will linger underneath the yeah. feeders and all those kind of things. And so there is a risk that's there, but it's also, um, you know, they're very smart. Birds are smart. They can yeah. not all will get away, but there's tremendous amount of predators for birds. Yes, of, or all animals. So it it is. It's unfortunately it's the part of life that we sure. really don't want to talk about is, is it is it is it a pro like a problem or is it just part of life you think or is it do you think it's well for for having cats i mean yeah i mean ideally they should all be um indoors indoors okay and and you know i mean we can all enjoy them but that's not the nature of everything but just being responsible yeah you can do things keep the ground clean uh of seed and things sure you know use trays those kind of things um, talk to your SPCA about getting, you know, the cat, there's cat collars. Yep. There's the bells are okay. There's a, it's one step, but it's cats are smart enough to out. Yeah. But there are UV collars that you can get that birds see the color and flash before. So oh, really? there's lots of different things, things you, you can, can do. do, things you can do. But in, in the big picture, uh, cats kill more birds than anything else. Yeah. So it is. It is a part of reality. Yeah. So they're number one kind of. They're number one. That's the number one problem for birds. And and the argument is, well, if you don't feed them and they don't collect them, then they can't get them. Well, yeah. that's really not true. But yeah. Um, that that's a perception. And then there's those uh, pesky squirrels. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's lots of little things out there that like food, right? That's that's what yeah, they want. And, yeah. And we're we're always challenged with that. There's. Yeah squirrels the mice the four-legged the rats all those kind of things uh, again we go back to responsible bird feeding um, and keeping your your uh, uh, feeders and area sure. clean safe for the squirrels you know there's there's products that we have you know hot pepper with that comes from the habanero plant 
um, and and capsaicin is the active ingredient. And so squirrels will smell it, they will taste it, they won't they won't come back. Yes. Birds don't have taste buds or heat receptors to know that it's dangerous to them. Yes. So it it is it is one way to keep them. We also sell a lot of feeders for squirrels. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. People love squirrels, and and I personally do too. They're very yeah. cute. Yeah. But that's one species that we try and keep them separate. Sure. Yes. <laughs> so, Jeez, the commingling of them all. And I learned it. that the other day too. That they did not know that birds do. They don't have taste buds. They don't have taste buds. Yeah. They don't have heat receptors. So. They'd be good at, at, in Mexico. Yes. <laughs> Nothing bothers them. No. Well, look at that. We learned that birds have no taste buds and so much more. I want to thank Mark and his wife and everybody, all the staff at Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Shop West Broadway. They have that great location as well in North Van. Their website is vancouver.wbu.com. They're on social media. They're extremely nice people. They will tell you everything you need to know to get into the wild world of birds. For all of us here at Wavemakers, have a great day. The Wavemakers podcast, proudly presented by the team at Wave 98.3, Vancouver's coolest vibe. If you think you belong on Wavemakers, email us at wavemakers at wave98.3.fm. That's wavemakers at wave98.3.fm. Download the Wavemakers podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform or at wave98.3.fm.